Loud music, heavyweights, strong friends. This is GGPL. All right, so you've decided that you want to get strong as shit. You want to take your body, your mind, your heart, every single fiber of your being, and you want to make it denser, bigger, and more powerful. Welcome to another episode of the GGPL podcast. This is your host, the one and only. Actually, I'm not even the one and only. I did one of those. You ever get on a Google and just type in your name? And uh, it's probably dating myself. I don't even know if people use Google anymore. But anyways, it turns out I'm not the only David Hensler, which is a little disappointing. It turns out I did it with my middle name, and there's some more guys out there with the exact same first, la- uh, middle, and last name. But for this podcast... I am the David Hensler of GGPL. This is our uh, second full release episode. And uh, if you've been keeping up to date from the intro on, first of all, thank you so much. Um, your support means the world to us. It keeps me motivated and inspired to keep getting this stuff out there, whatever this stuff may be. So if you haven't done so already, send me an email uh, for those of you who are on the Instagram profile, Garage Gym Powerlifting, you may have seen a recent announcement that I am essentially removing myself off the platform. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later, but right now I got I got to prioritize my time. I got to prioritize my goal, and I really need to find some balance in my life. So what I've done is I uh, the hashtags, the community... Um, everyone who's on that platform, it's there for each other. It's for everyone to support each other. And uh, I was finding my time on there was starting to uh, cause more distractions than I was willing to um, extend. Uh, not, not a bad thing, not a negative emotion, nothing like that. I just myself have so many other things and goals and uh I'm not a youngster anymore, so I got to kind of prioritize. It turns out a little while ago, I started a project, and I'm pretty excited about it. I'll announce that once it actually gets some momentum going, but it'll be badass. Um, I've been using it on my own equipment, and uh, the patent has been filed. So when I did that, that was around the same time that GGPL started back in November 2018. It all happened at the exact same time. And uh, for those of you who don't know the backstory, let me give it to you a little briefly. So my name is David Hensler. I reside in Southern Utah, transplanted from California. A little over a year ago on Instagram, we created a profile called Garage Gym Powerlifting with two associated hashtags, Garage Gym Powerlifting and GGPL. It grew from, I think, within a week. I was like, oh, cool. There's, you know, 125 people. And then it started going to like 250 people a week. And it just grew so substantially. It was amazing to see. I had, I did not anticipate that at all. And now where we are today, we're uh, over 15,000 people are on there. And uh, it's a great community worldwide, people all over. And I was very active on it. Um the intention of it was to build community camaraderie, like a team mindset. So because we're garage gym, home base lifters, sometimes we have that sense um, that we're a little isolated, maybe that we're training on our own. So the purpose of 
the Instagram profile is so that people can find nearby lifters or other athletes who are open and receptive to get together, train, get to know each other, support each other, maybe meet up at meets. So that's kind of the whole purpose of it. That's still going to keep moving forward for myself. I need to pull back for my, my direct interaction on that profile because it's eaten so much of my time. So go to that profile, stay on it, use the hashtags, you know, you can go and find the hashtags and follow it. So hit follow. So anytime someone uses it, uh, you can um, support each other and, you know, just see there's so many people doing the same things. We're all, it's a shared journey, a shared mindset. So like I'm training and chasing progress, you're training and tra chasing progress. So quick background, the uh, podcast, uh, go back and listen to the intro a little bit if you haven't done so already. So this is, uh, it's pretty exciting. So we're a year into the Instagram profile starting. And uh, the podcast itself is a new thing. And it, it, it's, for the most part, going to be an open forum. Uh, the first few, I'm just going to start dropping more garage gym related uh, episodes and content and subjects and whatnot, just because that's what I know. At the same time, I don't want to disregard just the full variables that we all experience in life, whether it's uh, everything from parenting, uh, finances, emotional health, uh, training, prioritizing, lack of sleep. This is the usual stuff. Um, I aim to be fully transparent in my struggles. Um, certainly not in a way that I want to glamorize or embellish or act like nothing's wrong, nor do I want to like get stuck in that. I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, because of my struggles, I don't want to accomplish anything. And I don't want to be on the opposite extreme where I ignore issues and act like I'm just calm, cool, and collected and have no struggles and have no issues. So I want to be the one to put it out there to, to let everyone know, like, it's okay to talk about the shit we have going on. Um, and there is a way to do it, do it in a healthy way, in a productive way. Um, I think there's a lot of stigma attached when people start talking about uh, the emotional side of our existence and, and the side of our beings, uh, especially as males, our society, we're greatly discouraged from having any sense of emotion, uh, unless it's like a great, I mean, get on, we all know how it is dudes are, we're supposed to be aggressive and confident and always fun and up for anything. So the podcast is just going to be me talking for a little while. Uh, what I would really like is if you have an idea if you have feedback, if you want to get on here and, and have a discussion with me, we do have the ability to do that. I need you, whomever you are, to just reach out and have a conversation with me. I am I am receptive to it. Just as long as you're being respectful of my time, don't abbreviate your fucking words. Uh, the whole, like, don't drop consonants, don't miss vowels, write full grammatically correct sentences. Uh, talk to me like an adult, email me, elaborate, give me something to work with. If, it, if it's a two sentence thing, man, come on, I'm not going to respond to you. Uh, but show me who you are. Show me some personality. Tell me a little bit about, about your background. Give me something uh, that's going to want me to like respond to you to show me that you're going to get on here, that we can have a conversation. And uh, if you're a little timid about it, but you know you have a lot to say, uh, just let me know. But don't just say, hey, what's up? 
uh, I'd like to be a guest. I can't do anything with that. That doesn't mean anything. So give me something. Give me a background. Give me a story. Give me give me something I could work with, and uh, we could figure out how to get you on the podcast, whether it's an interview, whatever the case may be. Maybe you have a um, maybe you have a formal training or education. Maybe you're a certified coach. Maybe like you're one of those amazing Instagram lifters with a bazillion followers. Whatever it might be, just uh, reach out. Let me know. I just got to have something to work with. I get a lot of uh, my direct messages on Instagram are getting so out of hand. That's why I had to pull back. Um, there's a lot of people that um, were reaching out so much to the point like I I couldn't ha- I could not respond to everybody because I couldn't tell who was real, who wasn't. And um, I want to feel like you're going to be I extend a lot of my time. And I take the time to be articulate and to elaborate and to make sure I use correct punctuation. So I need that in return. So just do me the favor. Uh, Unless you're working on an old flip phone and you got to scroll through all all the buttons to get through the next letter, then don't abbreviate. We all got smartphones and there's a freaking QWERTY keyboard. There's no reason to abbreviate. Uh, Please and thank you. So that rant's over. Uh, So in this episode, let's get back a little bit to where we were on episode one, I guess we're only in the second one. So getting this going on full vulnerability, uh, I've recorded countless episodes up to this point. I come down here, I got this little makeshift DIY uh, studio made with PVC pipe and some blackout curtains hanging to kind of dampen my voice. I want the sound quality to be nice. Uh, I've started and ended this podcast at least nine times a day for six weeks. Now, maybe about four or five weeks since I got started. Uh, Second guessing myself, natural human insecurity. Um, You know, I just uh, trying to figure out how to how to prioritize my time, my my what's worthwhile, what do I want to invest in, the direction that I want to go. And uh, I've decided, um, and largely uh, not just from the support of my wife who knows me the best and understands me the most thorough. And uh, I've been spending a lot the last few years trying to figure out, man, where am I going? What's my why? What the hell am I doing? Everything from our training down to our daily schedule to kind of where I'm taking all these little micro ventures that we have. And um, the podcast was definitely ready to go because it was so new and unfamiliar. I was like, oh, fuck this. I don't even want to do it anymore. But there was a, enough people, you know who you are. There's enough people who took the time to write an email and, and um, for, for the few of them that saw kind of how I was going on Instagram, they're like, Hey man, just expressing gratitude for the podcast. And the ones that I appreciated the most were those who had reserved all judgment, right? Like, Hey, whatever you do, it's going to be badass. You know, we, you, we're, we're just grateful that you're doing something and you're, and you're building this community. So it's going to be great. And uh, those are the ones that I, I really have to say um, that, that those meant the most to me because uh, I put a lot of pressure on myself naturally. I don't want to let anyone down. If I say I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do it a hundred percent. And I got to the point where I, man, I was, everyone's seen it. Like I was getting a hold of everyone I possibly could like, Hey, let's collaborate. Hey, let's do a giveaway. Hey, let's do a design. Uh, Hey, let's work together. Let's figure something out. I mean, like, <laughs> like, I mean, the most recent one is I, uh, emailed Courtney Olson from girl clothing. And, uh, you know, I just started realizing I was getting a hold of everybody. Um, 
Tom Finn, you know, Huck Finn Barbell, I was messaging him for a little while. I was trying to, like, everyone's open and receptive to it. Then I started realizing, like, holy shit, uh, Ian with, you know, Zone Smelling Salts, Matt with Pioneer, uh, Brandon, everyone knows him, Frank Daddy. Like, there's so many people, and I was extending so much of my time, so many of my distractions. I felt like it was, and then, you know, on top of that, I was, helping a couple of you do the custom designs, custom logos. And then I got into the, hey, I want to start doing some bragging rights, garage gym powerlifting meets so you can have your own meets in your own space. And you can invite, you know, invitation only and you could have, uh, you know, record boards on the website and I could put all those together. It got to the point where there was like 11, every single day, 11 different things I had to start prioritizing. And um, I just realized, you know, I had to, I had to pull back. So if you're one of those people that I um, we are working on, whether it was a collaboration or certain ideas, there's a lot of stuff that's happened to Instagram. Uh, my sincerest apologies if uh, the appearances that I let you down or just dropped the ball. Uh, I just I know myself. I don't expect everyone out there to just assume they know all the intricacies of my uh, personality and my temperament. Um, you know, the, the, the way my schedule is, you know, I'm up at four in the morning and I start working right away. And I train by five in the morning, you know, my wife and I, we got to take care of our family we got kids in sports, so on and so forth. And, um, I know it may be perceived that I just dropped it, but honestly, I mean, I'll be back to it. I just need to prioritize. So the podcast is going to stick around. That's the whole point of it. I'm going to be making posts to Instagram, but very, um, my, my personal engagement interaction is going to be minimal. So like I took, and was, I deleted it for a solid week. Excuse me. So I deleted it for a solid week and I was, and then I gave myself away, kind of purged all that out. And then it kind of brings some more clarity. So now what I'm going to do is uh, I brought it back on my phone and uh, people are going to be emailing me content, videos, whatever the case might be. And I can just post it straight from my phone. So I don't even have to get into the app because that's, that was a huge trigger for me, man. It was just way too much. Like the notifications are off the hook. The DMs are just all over the place. A uh, lot of people, um, you know, putting a beck and call out for my attention. And um, the way I started reacting to it was almost that started to become more of a negative. So I just pulled back. I don't want that kind of emotion and that kind of energy for me. Uh, there's too many great people, too many great things going on. So I felt like the podcast is kind of a neutral one. So if you have stuff that you want to get on to the ggpl instagram man just email it to me uh david at garage gym powerlifting.com um that's the whole point of this whether it's a picture or a video it doesn't really matter and uh i'm not gonna take your email and put you on some spam mail list i don't do any of that and uh there's no like ulterior motive it just helps me stream like i do not have my notifications on for anything except text text messages and emails like that's it so if you're tagging me still using the hashtags to, or at least tagging me in a post or sending it to DMs, I'm not going to see it from here on out. Um, so email me that way. Um, there's still stuff going out onto Instagram. Uh, and then that way everyone feels like they can get the, some more exposure or whatever it is that you want to do. So for now, the, the main outlet for me will be the podcast. So if you want to get on, you have ideas, let me know, uh, do it through email too, please. So today, um, my infamous, maybe not quite infamous, so famous it's infamous. Uh, 15 minute introductions. We're gonna roll right into this. So, you decided that you want to get strong. Here we are. 
you, uh, including myself, you got to start somewhere, right? So really it's going to start in, for, in my experience, it starts with the mental side, right? You got to figure out what it is you want to do and how you're going to measure. And that's what we call success in the last week's episode. So in, in this, we're going to assume you're going to want to do a static type movement. So that's going to be the barbell squat, barbell bench, and the deadlift. So those are the main three lifts that um, make up powerlifting. So now we're going to talk about once you have decided to make that step, what the hell is it that you even, what do you need, right? Because if you were like me, you grew up, maybe you saw those old like Bowflex commercials and they have this really elaborate cable machines and tension type machines, or then you got like the weeder system and then you got the, what the hell, the Chuck Norris thing that he did or whoever that was. And there's so many things. You got the, the ab roller or the ab rocker and then the thigh master. And there's so many things and gimmicks that they get thrown our way. Uh, you know, the shake weight, who knows? <laughs> there's there's so much crap out there. But what is it that you actually need? What, what do you need to get strong, to even get started, to even maintain the basics, build a foundation and feel like you can make some progress? So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, the main things you're going to need is a flat bench, a barbell, a rack, and weights, uh, Olympic two-inch weights. So just that alone will open up a whole other portal into uh, whatever it is that's in your budget, whatever it is in your goals. So in my experience, if I would have gotten into this to build our gym, and did not put a cap on a budget, I would probably be stuck with bars I wouldn't be using now, right? So uh, start with economy-grade equipment only because as time goes on, you're going to refine your goals and kind of refine what it is you're going to do as a priority, the, the type of training that you want to do. I mean, you might – training and programming, we'll get into the next few podcasts, but for the sake of this one – just at least get something you could put plates on, right? So the one I got was a, it's a super cheap, hollow. It didn't have bearings. Pretty sure it was like some cheap. I don't even know if I had a bushing. It was essentially just those Allen bolts on the ends. Uh, you know, you got to tighten them every time you use them. And uh, it was only 35 pounds. It's a piece of junk, but I used it for four or five years. I think uh, 300 pounds, including the bar, was only $200 with free shipping. And um, I use that. I use it for deadlifts. I use it for squat. I use it for bench. The knurling is junk. But imagine if you're using a junk bar and the knurling is not that great, and that's how you learn to do your deadlifts with. Imagine how great your uh, grip is going to get, right? So as the weight gets heavier, you're going to have to squeeze harder. So when time comes or if you decide to compete or if you decide to upgrade or maybe you do end up training with somebody else and you grab a deadlift bar or if you're, you know, you train with a stiff bar, either way, a power bar, that knurling is going to feel amazing. Well, first, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. But you're going to realize that it helps your grip out. And so you probably can lift just a little bit more. I mean, not a ton more. You got, it's not going to be like 100 pounds. But the weight won't feel the same because your grip is going to have that assistance with the knurling. So, I mean, that's something that I, in my experience that helped because I trained on this junk bar for so long. I didn't even, and first of all, um, keep in mind, I didn't start training till I was 30. I did bodybuilding type, uh, generalized training for a long time. Uh, I didn't even find powerlifting until I was 36, 37. 
So when I was doing all this uh, deadlift type stuff, it was bodybuilding style. So it was like 10, eight, six type reps. It was all higher reps. It wasn't like super heavy. And uh, when I did get to the point where I started powerlifting and the first time I grabbed, I had a Texas bar. So keep in mind, this is six, seven years later. It was amazing the way it felt like the knurling was insane. Uh, everything about it was crazy. You know, had the nice bearings on there. It was a full 45 pound bar. And uh, it was just, it made it so much more worthwhile. Uh, but I realized I've never had a grip issue. Uh, and it could be because I was training on that junk bar for so long. You know, I've never had a grip issue up until this point, even with uh, the issues that I have with my wrist surgery. So look for something. And, and then again, it doesn't have to be uh, brand new. I mean, there's so many people selling stuff and especially this time of year, this is when people get close to the, Oh, it's winter time. I got time. So I'm going to, or maybe they got money and they're going to start buying the kind of like the new year's resolution kits. So this is a good time to start shopping around. So maybe they had one sitting around for a long time and they want to sell it to get money to buy more presents or who knows, maybe travel for Christmas or go on a cruise. So they're going to sell the really nice fancy sets. So this is a good time of year if you're listening to this at the when it got released. Uh, start shopping around and see if people are getting rid of stuff. And uh, really, you just need a basic power rack. It could be a half rack. Uh, it could be a full cage. So a full cage is going to have four uprights, and it looks like a squat rack, you know. So just find something that's going to have a decent weight capacity. I'd say at least 500 pounds, uh, mostly just for the stability it'll provide. And, um, you know, like I used a flat, bench it was off amazon it was super cheap oh my gosh it was like not i don't even know if anything about it it was like regulation high but it was super cheesy really flimsy but i i mean it worked and uh, as long as you got the basics get started that's all you need now in terms of like weight plates if you get a set like we did um i think we found ours way back when on sears and it was free shipping to the store i don't even know if they're in business i they may have gone bankrupt but Find something online. If you get a 300-pound set, just realize it does include the bar weight. So if it's 300 pounds uh, and you could count up how many 45s you get, 35s, 25s, 10s, 5s, 2.5s, uh, usually they'll come with like those spring collars, and those are fine. I use those for a long time. The little ones you kind of squeeze together, loosen the tension that goes on the sleeve, and you let go, and it clamps back down. So you can use those for all – just go basic – Keep it fine. Um, but if you do get to the point like I did, you realize you'll need to add some weight to it. And so what we did is we just go to Walmart and I bought the super cheap 45 pound plates. I think they're like, they used to be, I don't know if they are anymore. They were only like 30 or 35 bucks uh, per plate. They're a little oddly shaped, oddly shaped, meaning inconsistent. Some of them are bigger diameter. Some of them are narrower or fatter. Some of them are fatter. Some of them are thinner, but anyways, you at least have weight plates and, uh, you know, whatever it works. So the, we, we added 45s from Walmart, you know, they, they ship them to the store for free. Sometimes they even go to your house for free. So, I mean, that, that's another option. They're CAP, the caps, I think it's like Chinese athletic program, or I don't know what it's called, but those are the ones that we did and we just slowly added to them. So I think I mentioned that on the last podcast. So just add 45s to it in time or, you know, get online and see if people are selling oddball mis mismatched plates and I get, just get the basics as far as a bench. Um, it could be a fixed, just flat bench, which is fine. 
I think if you're concerned about getting some variations and assistance movements, you get, get an FID bench. FID stands for flat incline decline. So essentially you can put the bench, the torso portion of it, you know, in different variations at an incline flat or decline laying down. So almost like you're hanging upside down. So, you know, they do have those at a reasonable rate. I think mine is a, a body solid version. It's fairly affordable. It's under $150. It's lasted me five, six years. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's got a little bit of a taper on it. It's not regulation width or anything like that. But as far as like getting your assistance movement and your other work and, and variations, if you want to get incline or decline or anything like that, it's a, it's a good bench to have. I, I recommend that one. But um, really, you want to look for just a rack that can hold around 500 pounds, a bench also that can hold – everything is going to be pretty much stuck at 500 pounds, a bench and the rack. It could be really a cheap bolt-together one off of Amazon for like 75 to 100 bucks. It doesn't matter. Not if you're just starting out. I mean, just, just get started with something, get the equipment, and then as you get into it, you start to realize what you use more. Um, and then it's going to transition into the type of training that you're doing, because if you're only doing barbell movements, it might be fine, right? Cause you're only going to use the rack for squats and bench, but then let, give yourself some time to adapt to what it is that you want to do and how your body responds. Right. So then decide, do you need to add dumbbells? Then decide, do I need to get bands? Do I need to get chains? Do I need to get, I mean, fill in the blank. And um, we, everyone's going to be different, but dumbbells eventually will come around. Um, but really just comes down to your schedule, how often you train and why you're training. And, you know, maybe it's who you're training with. And uh, really just with a barbell and weight plates, you could do everything. You could do curls. You could do tricep extensions. You could do overhead press. You could do barbell rows, upright rows, penlay rows. I mean, you could do uh, one leg, stiff leg deadlifts, remaining, you could do split squats. You could, there's so many things you could do in so many different variations. It's just, it might just take you a little bit of time and research to inform yourself on all these options. Um, and if you haven't already, you could go onto our website. We have a lot of free templates uh, you can use to try out everything from very beginner novice level. Uh, everything from full body type stuff to kind of build a base. So if you go to garagegympowerlifting.com, uh, there's either a banner or maybe like a slideshow, but you just click on uh, strength programs. They're all free. So you could go through those. And if you have questions, you can email me, but all that stuff is just for you to use. That's how I got started. I just went online and found uh, a routine that, that worked for me, that worked for my schedule. Um, I did full body for the first few years just because that fit my schedule. Uh, I could not commit to more than three days for weight resistance just because, you know, I was doing it late at night. I wanted to fit it all in. So there's variations that you could do with that. There's articles on there that kind of talks about the approach to how the body responds physiologically. Um, you know, there's some stuff on there about how to periodize your training, uh, different forms of strength, everything from endurance to hypertrophy to strength and power. All that information is there because that's what I found useful to me. So I basically am giving you the same information that I started with. Uh, most of the knowledge I came across was just getting on, finding resources, finding articles, finding stuff that worked for other people. And um, I did Dave Draper. So he's back. He's the one that Arnold Schwarzenegger would look up to originally. He's like the first, I think they, they called him the blonde bomber or something like that. 
but he was like the California blue eye, blonde hair, big built bodybuilder image that Weeder would use to kind of market bodybuilding. But I used his full body program for a, a few solid years and it was very beneficial. So you can take the rep scheme and just alter some of the movements. That's kind of it. So if you're doing full body, what I learned is it, keep it simple. One movement per, per body part for the most part. Just start with one movement, two sets, eight to 12 reps. So your first set, you know, warm up, obviously. And then your first set, you can work up to about 12 reps, add a little bit of weight and do anywhere between eight and 10. And then you're done. And you could do that for all your major body parts, right? So the way I would do it is I do squats first because I wanted to get it over with. So I do two sets of squats. Then I do two sets for my hamstring. So I usually would do stiff leg deadlifts. And then I would do uh, my calves. And that would be my leg workout. That was it. I didn't train anything specifically for glutes. I think occasionally I do lunges. And then from there, I go to my upper body. I do my chest. So I do two sets of bench. Then do my back. So I do two sets of back. And then after that, I go back to my, since I did chest first, I go to the next pushing muscle, which would be my triceps. So then I do two sets for triceps. And then I do two sets for biceps. And so that was my assistance for back. And then I'd finish with shoulders and then I'd do my abs. So I would do quads, hamstrings, calves, chest, back, uh, triceps, biceps, shoulders, abs. And I did that for a few solid years and I found a lot of success with that. That routine is on our website. It's free. If you have more questions, if you want to like figure out how you can change it to the equipment that you have, the limitations that you have, you feel free to email me. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm going to end these uh, at around 30 minutes each time. So go to Instagram, Garage and Powerlifting. Go to the website, garageandpowerlifting.com. Email me for suggestions, inquiries, or um, or whatever you got going on. David at garageandpowerlifting.com. Um, stay strong. Follow the strong path. Build and inspire others around you. And uh, stay focused. And always remember, you are worth making better.